Happy Halloween, listeners. Long time no see. Trigger fucking treat. <laughs> it's you're welcome. It's Halloween and have we recorded a podcast on Halloween before, or has it always been like the day before, or the day after? I can't remember. I don't know. But anyways, happy Halloween. We've been doing this for so long. I feel like we had to at some point. Uh, we'll make maybe part two of this episode be the Halloween special. Yeah. So. And part, can, wait, part one which, can be a Halloween special, too. Yeah. <laughs> Two-part Halloween special. <laughs> That's, yeah. Speaking, Speaking of, of which, which. This is part one. And I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, this will be in replacement of last week. So we didn't miss one. We're just really late. Really We're late. fashionably late. <laughs> um, and then part two that we're filming today will be the current weeks. Mm-hmm. Spooky. I Halloween. have always, always loved Halloween. If you're listening to this podcast, you love Halloween. Yeah, it, yeah. Halloween is Halloween. great. <clears throat> but every Halloween, Halloween, I start to think about my senior thesis in high school. Okay. Um, you had to write a thesis in, in your senior year? Yeah, in uh, AP English. Okay. To quote unquote graduate, we had to present a thesis. What? And pretend like we were going before a PhD board to get like a uh, our PhD in like a literature yeah, so analysis. Why do you even need college at that right? point? Right? At that point, why do you even need it? I get why you. So like- everyone else was doing like K Moose, The Stranger, Pride and Prejudice, and I did The Exorcist. <laughs> So I'm just like sitting, I'm sitting patiently listening to everyone else's thesis because you had to present your thesis to the board. Uh There was like the principal of the school and everyone. This is like a real presentation for a a thesis. That makes me want to vomit. It was really nerve wracking. We had to spend six months working on it too. It was like a big deal. It was like, it was like 15 pages. I waited until literally the night before. Oh yeah. And stayed up all night and just finished it. The big difference though, because it was high school, it was only like 15 pages. And then a real thesis would be, you know, like 80 to 90 pages, I think even more. Right. But still. But still it was a lot because we were 18. (laughs) So... So I'm listening to Pride and Prejudice and new narratives, and and then I get up there, and I, I explored um, media portrayals like through literature and through film, uh-huh. and and how they complement each other, and how they aren't like enemies. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and I had pictures on the screen of Linda Blair <laughs> spinning around in the air. <laughs> Oh, that's on brand. It was so on brand for me. Oh, I've always loved it. I definitely want to watch it soon. And The Exorcist was never my favorite. I mean, I've seen it. It was good. It just... Mm-hmm. That wasn't the one for me. Um, it's so disturbing. I love it. Yeah, it is pretty disturbing. Um, I, I, I love The Babadook. I love... Um, the ring yeah the ring i think we've talked about before yes it's real i feel like really underrated mm-hmm. it follows it's great um oh, I, I our listeners were gonna say something else like no it follows and then you were gonna like say something about the ring i'm sure most of the listeners of this podcast have seen it follows oh okay it's maybe if you're into horror I've if you're into horror, films. I'm into horror films and uh basically it's an std ghost and so you have sex with someone who has the ghost and then it gets passed on to you. Okay. And out of the corner of your eye, you always see someone slowly walking towards you and you have to continuously run away from it. It's an STD ghost. It's so good. 
And then okay. it's not presented as a joke in the film either. It's like very serious. Okay. It's so good. It's good. What's that one where like there was like black sludge in the corner of the rooms? Dark water. I think so. I don't know. That one made me fucking laugh. It was so bad. <laughs> You're talking about like um, the mom and the little girl and they move into that really grimy yeah, Seattle apartment. And, and it was like but like nothing really happens nothing to my really knowledge. Happens. It's just like like this really I don't know, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't really remember. But like I just remember watching it. That movie this was going, so hyped up when it was, it was coming out. And I was like, nothing's happening. Like there's just like black mold it's <laughs> like, what is it? um, like our house now. yeah well you know what's really scary is the orphan mm. that actress to me she does something oh, yeah. to me she is like oof scurry um yeah i'm trying to think anim anim i can never say annabelle it. I, can, I was gonna say animatable horror horror i can't say it i don't know if i've actually seen that one really they, I think there's multiple versions. I think I've seen the newer version. I get so scared doing yeah. scary movies. I hide my face. I yes, cry. I nightmares. Yeah. And yet continue to subject myself to them. Yeah. I, I don't... I'm so lucky that George is not into horror films either. Because, like, it's just never been my thing. And I've been in relationships where they were like, Come on, it's not a It's scary. It's not real. And George can be like that if we're watching a film and there's, like, a bloody, gory scene and I'm, like, squeamish and, like, hiding my face or something. It's not real, babe. But, like, for the most part, he just will leave me alone because he knows. Mm -hmm. But, like, he won't... He does not watch horror films either. So we just don't even have to... It does, it's not even a com conversation for us. And it's not that he's, like, too scared. He just, like, doesn't enjoy it. So he doesn't... He won't do it. So I was like, that... that That's lucky. I left out there. I feel like you're either in... A horror relationship. That sounded slutty. <laughs> you're either a whore or you're not. We're not. If <laughs> you of. had to write a paper on a scary movie or a scary being or a scary book or something, what would you pick that so that you could just really pick it apart? And okay, I would it? pick a being, but I, if I were to pick a movie, I'd pick The Ring because I literally am just fascinated by like. The way that that plot oh the, the is. urban legend aspect of it is so yeah good. I just really really loved like that movie I remember I think we've talked about it on the podcast a long time ago but like I remember being in the, like middle school cafeteria and l making my friends listen to me recite the entire plot of the movie and me being like <laughs> and then at the end the movie she comes out of the screen if you don't in seven days you die. <laughs> I literally, but I was like, but she's in the well. Yeah, and, I was like, and then it was the mom. The mom pushed her in the fucking well, and like mm -hmm. I just, I just thought that that movie was like changed so good. me. Yeah. Um. So I, if it was a movie, I would do The Ring. I loved it. Um. And then like when the flies kept coming out, I like the note, like I just so scary. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. So I, I basically did give a dissertation on the ring, but like in my middle school cafeteria, like eating a snack <laughs> before pack or the something. board. Yeah, <laughs> eating my like Bosco sticks and marinara sauce. <laughs> Anyways, and she killed her ass. Yeah. So, um, if I did a figure, I don't. I would do a like I would do some sort of figure or mythological or like. Uh, not mythological, some sort of fable-like character that is, like, mm -hmm. 
on the lines of like Sasquatch, but like spooky. Yeah. Oh, we've we've scary. covered a couple of those, or we've talked about about before. Um, well, I can't say the word because you don't want me to say it. No, because you're very. And also, it's not like, our place because it's not our culture either. It's true. We can't even talk about it. But I could research it. Makes me it. scared. I could research it and I could write, you know, a <clears throat> paper and try to, you know. I know who I'd pick while you think. Okay, good. Now that I'm older and wiser, I, I would no longer do uh, the devil like in Linda Blair and The Exorcist. Okay. I think now I would do the Babadook. Okay. I don't. I can't remember if you've ever seen that movie. It was really I've big never, on Netflix. No, no I would never. A few never. years ago. Basically, this woman lives with her son, mm-hmm. and on his bedside table appears this book called The Babadook, mm-hmm. and it's a children's book, and it's got pop-up pictures. And as she's reading it to him, she's thinking, "Where did this book come from?" Mm-hmm. And then it just gets more and more and more disturbing. Mm. And so finally, she just slams it shut and she throws the book away outside. She was like, "What the hell? How, what the hell was that?" Mm-hmm. And then she keeps finding it back in her house. Okay. This children's book. And then kind of like a haunting starts. Cool. And it's really, really well done. Cool. Like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow. And, and it's so good because you don't know if it's really happening or if it's in her head or mm. all of that stuff. It's so good. Cool. I think he was real, but yeah. that's just my analysis. You know what movie like also changed me? Uh, the Others. With Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Oh, that's a defining moment that, for me. I, hold on. Let me do the, op- on, let me do the on, opening scene. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know how she just wakes up screaming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's us now. <laughs> yeah. For real. I wanted to live in that house so bad. In fact, I built the house from the others in The Sims. Did you? Yes. Like long corridors. You I need other hobbies. I only... <laughs> I do. Um, I made Nicole Kidman and her little family. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, no, I just, Others was a big moment for me. When I watched um, The Sixth Sense, I loved that movie too, but the ending was spoiled for me, so I knew the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was a great film. Um, I don't like Bruce Willis as an actor, though, so like he was not my favorite. I know that might be controversial. I just don't think he's a good actor. Like I, in every scene, I'm like he's the same reading. No, I feel like I'm like he's reading his script off a piece of paper. Like I don't feel <laughs> looking at his yeah. Shoe. Like I'm just like I don't I don't get it. Um, I assume by now he's done something problematic too. So oh, like, Bruce Willis has got to be a trash human being. Unless he's sure. fine, I I literally have no on, idea. I, it's hard to no, keep up with everyone. No, he's a white middle aged man in Hollywood. He's he's done something. Surely disgusting. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but the others, I don't want to ruin that in case somebody does watch it. If you haven't seen film. the others by now, yeah, it came out in true. what 2002. I know, right? Come on. I know. You can spoil it. But it's the same sort of thing, you know, yeah. where like the whole time you're watching it, you think one thing and then you. Yeah, like, and then you find out it's, it was another. Yeah. And so, but I did not, I don't know how I didn't see that coming. Like, I genuinely was just really. Oh, I didn't about, see it coming. I didn't coming. see it coming at all. And so, in the end, I remember being like. <gasps> when I first saw it, I was yeah. so young that I didn't understand okay. what the ending was trying to tell me. Yeah. And then I just thought, well, are, is everyone going to live in the house? Yeah. 
Alexis is everyone so going to be paying rent? Is or... everyone paying rent to live here? <laughs> Oh, man. Also, such a dream to live in a huge old mansion like that with yeah. candelabras yeah. in the piano room. Yeah. I want to watch. We should watch that. We should watch the others. Honestly, I, I haven't seen that in so long, and it's so good. So good. Um, I can't think of, like, a person or a creature or something. that I, I just feel like I would probably want to, like, research more specific. And it would be some sort of figure or character or fable or something that like I only slightly knew that I would want to know more about it would give me the opportunity to like explore it more but I just can't think of what what I would do but I yeah movies are an easy way to do that what was the other thing that you said you're like a movie or oh you said a book a book or a being or I still if people like fucked up one and done books i highly recommend and also am warning you that it's frustrating but the book um the book of lost things or the little book of lost things or something like that Mm -hmm. it's a one-time story and i read it a handful of years ago and it has like it's it has ties some ties to like um fairy tales but it's not traditionally like it it links it in a really weird and fluid way but it's like about this really shit boy who you hate and he's the main character and i almost stopped reading it because he's so unlikable Mm -hmm. um and he's such a whiny little shit and he's like mad that his mom and his dad like his mom is i'm gonna kill my dad like (laughs) like, the mom died and then there's a stepmom or something something along those lines where he's i hate him Um, And he has this, like, book, and I think it's, like, based on either Rumpelstiltskin or an archetype that is supposed to be, like, adjacent to Rumpelstiltskin. And he ends up, like, running away. This is, like, literally all in the summary. This is not, like, giving anything away. But, like, he ends up, like, running away or going out to the forest or something with this book, sort of like the Babadook thing. And this book helps him get or tells him how to get like through this tree into this like other world so it has a little alice in wonderland vibes there but once he's in this forest he can't get out and there's all this like really fucked up fairy tale shit like the one thing i will say is like he um finds like uh, snow white and the seven dwarves except for she's like 700 pounds and they like the dwarves are just working to like feed and house her and like she eats like crazy things Mm -hmm. or whatever which was a little weird and again i started but then as soon as that started to get a little too like like too much like it's like a little too hokey like it was like that was done really weird then the book shifts and there is like dark really well done I don't even, I don't want to give any away. Like there's there's these people and these creatures that he meets and, and along they're the truly way, scary. And they're truly like I like it was a lot. Um, so it starts off a little rough and like hokey and weird, and then it finds its way into like embedded in my brain. Like some of these scenes that I envisioned in my head when I was reading it, I think from time to time, and like I can't let go of. So you know. A book does well in some areas when it like burns mm. an image into your brain. Um, and what I liked about it is it wasn't a series. It was like once the book. I like one and done books like that. I I think you would really like it. Oh yeah, 
I read a book recently, listeners. Uh, I don't know if I recommend it or not. It Mostly you have to read it for the laughs. Okay. And it's supposed to be a horror book. Oh, and it's God. called Goddess of Filth. I think okay. you may have seen I it on the table. I saw it on my story. And it starts out really scary. These girls, they're 18 or 19. Yeah. They're doing a seance. And then one of the girls gets straight up possessed. Uh, they all get their this weird cramp and they all start having their period and like all this blood is flying everywhere oh. and it's really gross and disturbing uh-huh. and so you're like oh yeah hell yeah finally a yeah. good just raw scary story uh-huh. turns out yeah you know what? it's so short by the way it's like 80 pages so mm. it's really hard to spoil it yeah it, it turns out she was possessed by a feminist demon oh and so like, it was so anticlimactic. She was like, I'm here to help you overturn the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to do that by all meeting at the g- same time. And if it had been well done, I would have been like, the oh my. The concept was there. The concept the was there. Was the execution was, I wish I had been executed instead of <laughs> reading this. Just because, like you said, it turns out to just end up being a little honky tonk. Yeah. Like... What? A feminist demon? Okay, we're done talking about that. Can we talk about sign here? Yes. Okay. So it's going to be hard for Skylar right now because I haven't finished the book. But before I left for my trip, I walked into, like, I walked past Skylar and he was reading a book as he as he does. Cause he's as like, he off does. Cause I'm so studious. Such a reader. <laughs> um, but I really liked the cover. Um, it's, like, black and it has, like, big... A pitchfork on a it. A pitchfork, but at the end it's, like, a quill or, like, a mm-hmm. pen. And it says, sign here. And I was like, that in red, bold letters, I was like, that's a good title or, like, a good cover. I judged it. By its cover, cover yeah. and you judge correctly. Yeah. And I so I was like, is that one good? And Let me find like, the author's name. Yeah, Claudia, I think, something. Yes. Claudia, I feel like it starts with an M or something. Um, and I was like, is that is that good? He's like, it's the best book I've read all year. Like Claudia like, Lux, L-U-X. Yeah, what a good name, by the way. Oh, Claudia yeah. Lux. It must be a pen name. Yeah. Surely. Surely. Maybe Which not. is also a good pen name. Which is also a good name. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, Shirley Lux, get out of here. <laughs> Shirley Lux Bottoms. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can just really okay, keep going with that. Not the drag name. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's literally told me the next day or he texts me. I, that like, I stayed up all night up. to finish. Yeah. And Left then, it on the counter for you. Yeah. Because I was like, he told me the concept of it, which is basically that there is a guy named Peyote and he is in hell and he works like in an office type setting and his goal is to try and get like a four or five generations of the same family to sign away their soul for whatever deed that they want and like if you want rich yeah even to be rich and famous or anything you want you sign your soul away yeah but the rest of your time on earth you live with your wish fulfilled yeah, like they, mm-hmm. you actually get whatever you want that you're granted, but you're selling your soul away, and so it's um, fair. So it's it's fair. <laughs> Some people in the moment are like, "Yeah, I do. it's just so good." The reason why I want to talk about, it, even though I didn't finish it, is because I know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be good. Oh yeah. The ending does not let me down. The author is one of those authors, and. It gets better and better and better it, as it keeps going. It does. And it, I'm, I'm shocked. It reaches a point 
where it gets so good that she couldn't even fuck it up if she wanted because yeah. it's already been so good. It's, and then she doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. It's so good. I cannot recommend this book enough to anyone who has at least a sliver of a sense of humor, too, because the kind of shit that she just, like, like sort of weaves in there is so funny. funny. Like, the fact that in hell... The only liquor you can drink the only is Jaeger. Li- is Jaeger. <laughs> and then she even mentions, like, from the perspective of peyote, like, yeah, even if you like Jaeger on Earth, an eternity of only Jaeger is not, not <laughs> the vibe. Not you know, it's not the thing. And I love the fact that, like, if you wa- if your intention is to drink liquor to get drunk, you'll stay stone stone cold sober. And if you want, like, whatever your intention is, that, that the opposite, opposite happens to you. So, like, if you're not really trying to get that fucked up, like, one sip of liquor, you'll be blacked out. You'll be blacked out. Um, and if you have six like pins, the first five won't don't work. Don't work. And then they none of them ever close. So, they're just always open. Like, <laughs> it's, like, shit like this. But it's, like, she just weaves it slightly in there in the midst of, like, It's just totally a background a detail. It's just so good. And the other part is that my little Gemini brain is super happy reading this book because... Each chapter is, like, no longer than, like, three fucking pages. So as soon as you start to get, like, okay, like, what's happening? Like, I want I want it something. Switches. It switches. And each chapter switches perspectives, which I've read books like that before, and it's annoying sometimes. Not in this one. Not in this one. Especially because... Because you want to know everyone's perspective at once. Yes. So that's why it's so exciting to flip yes. back and forth so much. Yes. You're like, oh my God, something happened that I have to know what this person thinks about it. Oh so my God, yes. And then every like three or four chapters, the ending sentence of the chapter like leaks some new bit of information that you've been like, didn't know that <gasps> Hungry you needed. For. And then you have it and you're just like licking your fucking fingers. <laughs> and it's just so good. It's so good. Again, it's called Sign Here by Claudia Lux. Yes. First of all, she should sponsor this podcast. Literally, episode. you're fucking welcome. Um, but I just love that it's coming at like the perfect time. Like Book of the Month really knew what Book of the Month gave me knew, what I needed. Knew. Not what I wanted. <laughs> gave me and what I not, needed. It's not a horror book. No. It has some like dark elements because yes. you're thinking about concepts. It's a dark as, comedy. Yeah, li- like life and death and you know, your purpose and if like what if Definitely hell was a real Halloween and, fall read still though yeah but it is fucking hilarious i just think it's but i don't know i'm eating it up all i want to do right now is not be filming this podcast <laughs> Go read that so book. good my next audible credit i'm going to listen to it so i can get that oh, experience yeah. i feel like the audiobook is going to be amazing yeah. also on top of uh, i hope reading so experience. you have to have a really good narrator or multiple narrators to make it work. oh it's julia whelan oh you know who that is she reads all the big releases. Yeah, she's I was so gonna say she's like one of the top narrators that does. I don't know how to I pronounce her of, last name. No, um, I'm trying to think of the book that. I know because you're an Audible girl too. I, am I know girl. you've listened to books yes. with her as the narrator. Yeah, there's a few main main. Uh, like she narrators. probably read Where the Crawdad Sings. If I had to say, if you listen okay. to that on audio, I didn't listen to that. one. I didn't either. I'm just assuming she did because that's the kind of shit she does. Okay, you know the big releases. That's good. That's a good little peg for that. Um, I finished News of the World, and it's like. I guess it was turned into a motion picture. It's for my grandma's book club, and it was really short, which is good because it was. <laughs> fucking boring to me it was boring and disappointing and um 
it's we walked into a bookshop in Boston and like it had like they had like a little rack of like the um, staff picks or whatever and it was there and I literally was like almost done with the audible book and I'm like why what a staff pick this pick th- like what remember my Instagram story from a few days ago where there was the Barnes and Noble pick called yeah. the Family Plot yeah and I was so pissed <laughs> yeah you like threw it threw it at the, the wall, wall. yeah. <laughs> I just don't get... I don't know, like... They're trying to get it out of there. They are. it's so bad. But that's not cool. That's not cool. That's just not cool. Put a sticker on it that says, we're trying to get rid of it. Yeah, and I would respect that more. I would respect that. I'd, I'd buy like, it. I'd buy it. I'd be like, all right, they're trying to get rid of it. It's not that great, but, like, I'll read it and let it go. Yeah. But if you... But if I have an expectation that out of all of the books... This is what you pick. This is the one... I mean, it and has, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I hate that. It only had like maybe two little scenes in it where I was like, oh, that's interesting. I have no idea what book you're talking about, by the way. I don't um, even know what it's about. So it is basically about like an old man cowboy. Me. That runs into this other guy that was paid to take this young girl named Johanna across the planes to return her to her family. She was abducted. She was a white girl that was abducted by a native family uh, and raised, but then like as like a, almost like an orphan, but raised, but then they took really good care of her. And so she was happy and her family was killed. So like the family was like massacred, but like her original family was massacred by the native. Like the idea, again, the concept, when you get all of the information is very interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was just, just so boring to me. It was not done well, um, in my opinion. And so he ends up getting paid to take this girl. And it's like a three week journey um, across wherever they're from where to where to try and take her back her original family but she doesn't speak any english she was raised mm-hmm. in like a like she, is it at all based on any sort of true story i i don't know how it would be it's it, just so outlandish i know i'm sure that it's based on concepts because at the end of the acknowledgements there was a little bit of like history about um children's of both sides being abducted and you know raised, raised yeah. in, in, the, in different ways but i I just don't think it was done well. No, um, it's just such a weird, sensitive topic, too. It is, it's and like, then it was made into a motion picture, and I don't, like, on the cover of the Audible, it's, like, Tom Hanks and this, like, white girl who no. is, like, dressed as, like, a Native American. Yeah. No. It's just, uh. I, it's just, I don't know, I don't know. And it, like, has all these awards and stuff, so maybe I'm just, like, missing, missing something. something. Uh, yeah. I think it's this, like, the storyline and the connection between Tom Hanks' character and the young girl, Joanna, is nice because he's supposed to be... He's, like, described as, like, 75, 80. Like, he's, like, an old man. And there's this young, like, eight-year-old girl who's, like, a spitfire and, like, doesn't speak English and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't know what's... I wonder why they're making her leave in the first place. What? Making her... Both... So, her original parents, her white parents, were killed and, like... They talked about, like, how her, they, like, decapitated them and, like, slung their brains yeah. and stuff, like, hung them, and it was a whole thing. That's how they described her original parents being killed, and then she was taken to live with the Native Americans, but then, I don't know, I can't remember, I literally was tuning half this book out, but, like, when you finally find out that, like, 
her Native American family who she loved and she wanted to return back to, but they had also been killed. Oh, for God. Some reason. So now she, like... Is in a weird in-between. Yeah, and so they're like, well, well, we know where her original family is. Even though her parents are dead, she had, like, you know, grandparents yes. and aunts and uncles, and they all lived on, like, this farm. So they were trying to return her back to her white family, even though she was raised and doesn't speak English and whatever. It was, like, some German family who, like, beat the shit out of her. I, I don't know. What it was a just nightmare. Like, it was just like, ugh, come on, people. Maybe yeah. I'm missing something. Maybe I, like didn't get the point or I just felt like why <laughs> yeah why so anyways like you failed to care about this girl yeah, yeah. Like, I cared about Joanna because her character was interesting kind of but she was barely like there was barely any scenes where she you learned yeah if it. I'm gonna read a book like that it has to be uh historically yeah like, I really have to feel like it's not making me try and side mm -hmm. with yeah. the white family because yeah. hello you know they were there like, you know like I just doesn't. don't want to okay, it, doesn't. it doesn't it doesn't make you side with anything it's not it's, it's just presenting a story it's just a storyline between this old man and this young girl where there's a language barrier and they're on a long journey together mm. like the the facts about her family are kind of minor to be honest with you like that's not it's but not they paint really, the whole backdrop but, it ha but you have to know about it because that's the whole reason why he's taking her from one place to the other so like it's not really about that it's about their relationship between this old man who's like kind of like at the end of his life giving up and now he's on this like three week journey mm to take this young girl who like doesn't speak English and like how they bond and how he loves her and like takes care like you know so I get that but it just was like so fucking boring <laughs> I, you know what would have made this book so much better if it was from the perspective of Joanna oh yeah it was from the perspective of him so like I just so didn't boring. give a yeah. shit <laughs> yeah and that's I feel that. my idea on that I know some books are so ruined by picking the wrong point of view yes because, honestly, it could have been... I don't know. Yeah. I think it was, like, endearing to have this, like, older man at the end, like, you know, love her and want to see her and, like, take her away from the... Like, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it just... That's a mess. It just was not my favorite. And then walking in... I was, like, telling everybody, like, that I was traveling with. I was like, this book fucking sucks, and I have to finish it, and I have to do the questions for it, and, like, all this shit. <laughs> and then we go into this bookstore, and it's a staff pick. I was like, who the fuck put this up here? <laughs> who works here? <laughs> who put this up here? <laughs> Next time I go to Barnes & Noble, I'm confronting them about that family but plot they, shit. Yeah, but they made... It into a motion picture, so I'm I'm I've got to be the minority here, like I'm missing out of like maybe I, I must. They had to some I don't know. I'm tongue tied, but like yeah, I must be missing something. Topics like that, I'm always like, oof, I'm out. You yeah. know, I can't. I don't yeah. know. I just I was like, it's boring. Yo, like, oh hell yeah! And Tom Hanks, come on. I can't remember on YouTube wow. if you have watched the Shane and Ryan um, uh, Watcher series. Like Ryan Bergara and Shane Madey. I thought you were trying to talk about Shane Dawson. No, <laughs> this like, is different. What? <laughs> um, no, I don't even know what that is. It's so good. Yeah. They're just these two guys. They're so freaking cute, by yeah. the way. So handsome. They're like a little bit older than me, okay. probably. Okay. And you're so young. I'm so young. They're probably, like <laughs> in, they're probably in their early 30s. Okay. So it's not like kids or anything. No. Because but, I. 
Some of the early thirties is still so young. Because I love ghost content on YouTube, and I notice mm-hmm. that a lot of the new generation is appearing, yeah. and I just can't watch them. Like no, if they're eighteen no. and nineteen, no. you know, I'm just like, you know what? Like this is interesting, but these are just it's making kids. me cringe of my past. You know, it's making it me cringe of my past, and also like, you know, I don't know. I just yeah. kind of am starting to prefer. You know, maybe seeing people my age doing things so oh that I can God. just be like... Oh, but you're king. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess now that I'm... you also work in an old folks' home. I work in an old so folks' home, yeah. you're like, 18 is an infant. Because but it's weird how things like that happen. Because when I was 18 and 19, and I would be talking with someone... Yeah. And I'd be watching a video, and they'd be like, oh, that's just a kid. You know, I can't watch it. Anyways, I get it now. Yeah. I do start... I'm starting to get it now, like... Just now? Just now. Okay. Like, oh my God, wait... That's a that's child. a child. Yeah. I just I, I can't watch this kid ghost hunt. I yeah. just I can't do it. No. So that's why I appreciate Shane and Ryan <laughs> going out there and doing the damn thing. I feel like watching AJ try to go ghost hunt. I like, would watch that. Yeah, actually, I would too. That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious because he's very passive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he'd be like, "Whoa, what was that? That was scary." Just All move right. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then just move on. Okay. It's funny because the character in Sign Here, the son, yeah. John, reminded me a lot of AJ. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, oh. I mean, if fucked up things happen that I haven't gotten to with him, which I'm sure that they will. No, you're in the clear. Okay, cool. But so, I was just like, the attitude and everything and like the, yeah, the way, he, like. Yeah. Wait, who am I in that book? I'm Calamity. You're definitely <laughs> Lily. <laughs> you're I'm so fu- I'm fucking absolutely Lily. fucking Lily. You're that is so true. You're Lily. <laughs> <laughs> you're <Yeah>. calamity cannon. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> I absolutely. Oh no, I didn't even see that coming. I am calamity cannon. <laughs> George might be peyote, but I also think I don't know. I could totally. See I that feel for like him. Um, Silas has some scenes where i'm like with silas in the yeah. like his heyday of like back in high the book school. does a good job of everyone equally is like annoying and terrible and fucked up and, and fucked doing up. horrible things but also you like have compassion and like you get it understanding for them and like so they're it's, just human. it's easy to see yourself in others mm-hmm. and these characters but it's you're so good <laughs> it's so good everybody has to read this book everyone has oh gosh we should have a one book speaking of which book club uh-huh. Where we all just read one book and then never read a book again. <laughs> I, it's this one. It's this one. <laughs> it's so good. Um, <sighs> What's our timestamp for part one? Should we one? be done with part one? Yes. Oh my god. Was it even recording? Did you see the gap in that? Alright, hold on. I'm going to pause it. I, I don't know what was that, guys. But this is the end of part one. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. We're looking at the audio because it's like red and it's never red. And Why does it look like it? I don't know. <laughs> We've been so doing this scared. for like three and a half years and I don't know. Learn something new every day. Happy Halloween. Sorry, I was just seeing it to see if it was actually doing the little... Yeah, see, it is picking up things. <laughs> blessed blessed see you guys in about two minutes your time please listen to part two because we have so much more halloween things spooky things to talk about and uh thanks for listening to part one okay bye